This is the Riches from the Pages radio broadcast with evangelist Adam Borden, brought to you by Wahoo Baptist Church in Murrayville, Georgia. We invite you to join us for this time of mining the unsearchable riches of God's Word. And now evangelist Adam Borden. Amen. Psalms, the book of Psalms, chapter number 34. We would ask you to pray for us. If you're praying people, uh, we'd ask for you to put us on your prayer list. Uh, you can either put that on your little list or write it in your Bible, the Borden family, or you can call us the A-team. We're all A's. And uh, pray for us in our travels. We are in full-time evangelism. If we're not singing with the old-time preacher's quartet, this is what we're doing. And uh, traveling around the country, we'll make about 40,000 miles in the year. Uh, driving and uh, staying in hotel rooms and prophet's quarters and things like that. And uh, we're just loving being able to travel as a family. And the Lord is really blessing us. So we would covet your prayers. We do have a radio program on Monday mornings at 8.30 and Wednesday mornings at 9.30. If you want information on that, it's a live stream type thing. You can get it on your phone or your computer anywhere you want to. If you want information about that, you can see me after a while. But do pray for us and we'll pray for you. Amen. All right. If you're there at... Psalm chapter 34, say amen. Amen. The Bible says this, verse 1, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. And here's my key verse tonight. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Verse 4, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Uh, they looked unto him and were lightened and their faces were not ashamed. I love this verse, verse number 6. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles. Psalms chapter number 34, our text tonight, verse number 3 uh, being the uh, thought that we have tonight. Oh, magnify uh, the Lord with me. Magnify the Lord with me. Now, I'll be honest with you tonight. We go all over the country, and there's people that I can see out in the in different parts of this uh, United States as we go and we stand in this spot and look out. And I'll be honest with you, I wonder how long it's been since any of them has magnified the Lord in any way. Most of them, matter of fact, look like their mother-in-law moved in. I'm telling you, there's some people out there who I would be uh, uh, scarcely uh, able to, to uh, convince myself that they're a child of God because they look like they're chewing on sawbriars. Amen? And so here we are tonight in this thought that we have. I just want to point out a few things, and we'll see what the Word of God has to say to you, and we'll go on down the line. Verse number one, I want you to see this. It says there in verse number one, I will... Bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I want you to see tonight that it is a purposed act. Yeah. In purpose, intentionally, when the writer said, I 
will. I want you to know that God will never force you to praise his name. The Holy Spirit will never involuntarily make you raise your hand. God will never move through you in a way that forces you to say hallelujah. But if you're going to magnify the Lord tonight, if you're going to praise God tonight, you're going to have to make up your mind that you're going to do it no matter what's going on outside, in here, or in you. Amen? It is a purposeful decision to praise the word, the praise the God of heaven. He said, I will. And notice this. He purposed to what? Praise. He said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. There is this praise. And I, I, when I was younger, I always uh, wondered about that phrase. I will bless the Lord. One of my favorite songs, Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. I thought, the Lord, do you know who I am? Do you know that there's nothing that I could do to bless you like you've blessed me? But that word bless is synonymous with giving praise and giving honor and giving glory to the God of heaven. He said, I will continually praise him. Notice that it is a perpetual thing. I will all times continually. I'll be honest with you, my friends. There's been days in my life when it was difficult for me to find the gumption to get down and praise God in the dark day that I might have been living. Just like you, we've all seen dark days in our families. How many of you have ever had a health problem in your family? How many of you have ever had a financial problem in your family? How many of you have had crossways with somebody you love? How many has ever been in financial distress? How many has ever lost a job? How many has ever heard that word cancer? But in those days, the Bible teaches us that we're going to have to make up our mind, come hell or high water, live fat or die skinny. We need to praise God. Amen. He said continually. I'll be honest with you. Over there in the book of uh, the, the writings to the Thessalonians, he said, he said gave us several different things in that chapter 4 over there. He said, praise him over there. He said, pray without ceasing. Yes, sir. There's some times in my life it's been hard for me to praise him. Yeah. Amen. Difficult for me to praise him. Yes, sir, brother. And it's in my failure, not his. Yeah, come on. It's not God's fault that I find it hard to praise him. Yeah, He's still God no matter what. Amen. My attitude is Amen. Or what my circumstances are. He deserves our praise at all times. Verse number two, look at this. It said, my soul shall make her boast in the Lord. If we've ever seen a prideful time in this world that we live in, hey, we're living in a day where pride rules. It's all about being number one. It's all about me getting mine. It's all about being the champ. It's all about being the undefeated one. It's all about being the one who's the most powerful, the most popular, the most prosperous. But the Bible says right there in verse number two by writer, the writer David, my soul does not boast about anything that I have done. My soul does not boast about anything that I am. My soul does not boast about any accomplishment that I've committed. But he said, my soul does boast in the Lord. If you have anything, if I have anything, if I have the, the, the power in my mind to think of anything, if I have a breath in my body, if my organs are functioning, if I'm able to swing out my legs over the edge of the bed, put my feet on the ground and walk through a day, it's not because it's my strength, but it's because of the good grace of God that he's allowed it. He said, my soul 
recognizes in the testimony of the Lord, says, my source is the Lord. My source, Acts 17, 28 says, says it very plainly. It says, for in him we live and move and have our being. There are no human accidents. Now, I've got several friends that have several more children than I do. We go to church with two families that's got at least six kids. That makes me tremble. And a lot of our friends maybe got that third one or maybe that sixth one. Two of our friends both had sixth babies. And they call them, what, what they call them? Their little surprise. You know, that's right, buddy. Say amen right there. A little oops. But I'm telling you, in the creation of a human being, through the miracle of conception that God has designed, there's never been one person that God created by mistake. Amen. Not one. There's never been a mistake as a human, no matter what their family told them, no matter what the circumstances of the place that they were born, no matter what family they were born into. God has a purpose for every single person. He says our source of our soul is the Lord. Notice this. Look at that verse. Our soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. There's the source that we recognize. There's the stance that we should be in. It said, the humble yes, sir. shall hear. The humble. Come on. Uh, a, again, it is diametrically opposed to the society that we live in to be a, a humble person. Yeah. Humble people are considered weak. Yeah. Amen? Come on. Shake a head, do something, yeah. drink a cup of coffee. Come on now. Yeah. Amen. Amen. A humble person is usually considered a weakling, yeah. not tough. Not willing to stand up. Come on. Huh? Come on. You're right. But God describes over and over again how he values and how he uses humility. Yes, sir, bro. He's not looking for the ability. He's looking for the availability. That's it right there. He could take anybody, including me, nobody, to do anything that he wants to do. Amen. He says our source is the Lord. Our stance is to be humbled. We need to humble ourselves. He said there the humbled shall hear thereof. I'm here to tell you tonight, the prideful, would, 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 they, 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 they're making a mistake if they think the Lord is paying attention to their prayers. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. Amen. The Lord is not interested in a prideful prayer. prayer. How do we know that? The publican. And the Pharisee in the temple praying. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And the Pharisee casts his eye over in that corner, stands proudly, straightens his robes and says, Lord, I thank you that I'm not like him. Yeah. That's right. Matthew tells us in Jesus' Sermon on the Mount that there are those who pray loudly and those that pray repetitively. It says they think they shall be heard for their much Amen. speaking. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. God will not hear, according to the authority of that King James Bible right there, he will not hear the prayer of the prideful. But he knows who he says that will hear him and hear from him, the humble. The humble. I just want to say this. I just want to stop time out and encourage y'all. Now look, I grew up in the country. We went to New York City back on December. I've done it. I don't have to go back no more. I checked that off my list. But there's a thing in our country where folks in town, it's not everywhere, it's not everywhere. I've been in all sizes of churches where folks who live out in the country feel maybe 
a little lower than folks in a big fancy church with a lot of folks and a lot of money. Let me tell you something. In big churches, most time are big old empty, cold echo chambers. Not all of them. But let me tell you something. God chooses the humble to accomplish his purpose. I don't want you ever to feel like because you're out here in this beautiful little tucked away part of the world that God is not interested in what you're doing and who you are. He hears your prayer and my prayer just as much as he hears the prayer of anybody else in this world. If we come to him in humility, in humility, he said there in the last part of that verse, and they shall and be glad. Hey, I've been a lot of days when my mind wasn't right, my heart wasn't right, and I need to hear something from God. And I've left disappointed in my prayer, but the disappointment was not at him. The disappointment was pointed at me. But when I could humble myself and bring myself to the foot of the cross and call out to my Savior who sits on the right hand of glory, ever make an intercession for you and me, and I could hear from the Lord. Oh, it makes my soul rejoice. In many days when I've waited and I've waited for an answer and I've cried out unto God and when he hears my humble cry, it makes me want to rejoice. Look on quickly in these words. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Remember this, James told us this. Verse number six, he said, chapter number four, he said, but he giveth more grace wherewith he said, God resisteth the proud. But giveth grace unto the humble. A uh, sacrifice of praise is what we look at in verse number three. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. This verse shows us in God being lifted up by us. That word exalt means to lift up and to hold above. Yes, sir. Come to my mind when Jesus came into Jerusalem in his, in his triumphal entry. And they were laying palm branches down at his feet. And they were waving their garments. And they were saying, Hosanna, Hosanna, glory to God in the highest. What was carrying him was a lowly donkey covered in garments, barely visible, but holding up. The Messiah. Amen. Amen. To exalt him is to put our place beneath him. Amen. To put our place of lifting him up in a humble way. Our prayer is that the word of God has done a work in you today. For more information on the ministry of Evangelist Adam Borden, go to evangelistadamborden.com, spelled B-O-R-D-E-N. And click on the contact page or you can call 615-785-5682. Join us next time as we find riches from the pages of God's Word with evangelist Adam Borden.